Hello, welcome back to the Masonic Roundtable, a weekly program where Masons from around the world get together to talk about Masonic news and opinions in a friendly and social manner. As a reminder, the thoughts and opinions expressed here are solely the opinions of the participants and do not represent any Grand Lodge statements or positions. Make sure you keep the conversations open for the public and on the level. To interact with us, you can send questions and comments to our Facebook live stream, YouTube live stream, anywhere you want to be, we're there because uh, we like talking. Uh, let's see, you know me, my name is John Rewark. I'm a past master of the Patriot Lodge, number 1957, in Fairfax, Virginia. Next up for his introduction is the always animated Joe Martinez. Hello! Hello there. Hello, hello, online world. It's Joe Martinez. Uh, I am, I don't know if I should say still or again. Uh, Doubly again. good. Double, double the goodness. Uh, Worshipful master of Manassas Lodge, number 182. Yeah, two is better than one. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be doing that for another year. And uh, super excited to be here tonight, talking about the secret. The secret. The secret. Speaking of secrets, from his secret lair, petting his evil cat, Jason Richards. Hello. <laughs> My name's Jason Richards. I'm a past master of Casual Lodge number 16 in Clifton, Virginia. Only one year, thank God. And a uh, member of a lodge in D.C. and a lodge in Ohio as well. With mm. a Callan slash eavesdropper in my lap tonight. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Mm. Look what you did to Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, wrong franchise. Yes. And uh, here comes Jason's mini-me, Robert Johnson. Ew. <laughs> it, I don't... Get your, get your mind well, out of the gutter. He's he's taller than me. I, I give him that. Uh, anyway, Robert Johnson passed I Master like Joaquin a lot. It, it, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Space Novum <laughs> 1183, Premier Education Lodge in the of Illinois, where I sit in as uh, sit in, where I am the elected and recurring uh, secretary for life. For America. You know, no, 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 no. Like, just I think um, one more year. I was told this year that somebody. Somebody told me they're going to run against me for secretary. And I said, you don't have to run against me. They're like, okay, cool. I'll be secretary next year. I said, awesome. <laughs> so, and there was, a, there was a cloud of smoke in the shape <laughs> of Robert where it just disappeared after hearing that. Just Thanos snapped yeah. away. <laughs> it was like, boom, I disappeared like Herschel Walker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we've had some questions in the chat about, um, Hopping in this Herschel uh, Walker's baby mommy. Hearing the green room conversation, we need to do more green rooms next year. We we uh, we'll make a vow to do more green rooms. So more green you, rooms. Just you know, behind the scenes as we get ready for the show. So like if you want to check those out in the upcoming year, head to Patreon.com/slash The Masonic Roundtable and uh, keep the show going for many many years to come. Because mm -hmm. uh, we're coming up on another milestone in February, so that'll be fun. Nine, nine, nine years. Holy cow. Nine? It's not German. It's nine whole years. No. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so Jason, what's coming up? What's the uh what's the good word this weekend? What are we doing this weekend? Um <laughs> Let me give you a hint. Oh, okay. I was like, we're 
Are we I'm speaking going somewhere? To, We're going to be I'm live in California. Manassas Christmas party. <laughs> um, yes, he is. I am. No, um, this weekend we are drawing our Secret Santa for TMR Secret Yay! Santa 2022. It's going to be awesome. We've got a lot of folks lined up to participate. I'm hoping a lot of folks actually do. <laughs> you know, so, I, now every I every heard. year. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever bail, bailed out, which is good. No, I, yeah. I, I didn't. Hear every year we've years. we've done really, really well from the standpoint of everybody's super, super stoked and happy with with what they've gotten. And so uh, you've got like two more days to sign up. So throw that URL back up there, John. It's uh, tinyurl.com slash tmrsanta2022. And uh, you got to be based in the U.S. because interna international shipping would cost more than the gift itself would. Um, but uh, we're, we're looking forward to getting some great participation. And it's always fun to, uh, especially if you're a patron in Patreon, it's always fun to do kind of a show and tell in our little Patreon members only Facebook group. So it's a good time. Be there like and be tell. square. I like show and tell. Nice. My faves. Very cool. All right. Totes. Uh, now that uh, we get into this week's topic, I know that Joe, you're uh you're playing with a handsome deck of cards there. Why don't we do our tarot card of the week? Yes, why don't we? I'm trying to shuffle these. So for those who've never seen them, these are the Splendor Solace Ooh. tarot Ooh. cards. They are, um, my wife got me, uh, got them for me last Christmas. I absolutely love them. They're alchemical and Mithraic. So a lot of cool symbols. Um, and they're, they have gold stuff on them. Yes. So add it to your Elfster. Um, and maybe you'll get one. So we're gonna pick a card. I already have like three decks added to my. Yeah, Elster. mine is mine is very heavy, yeah, it, heavy on that. It's this an year. addiction. Yes. All right. So we're gonna pick. <sighs> okay. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Got what is it? The sun. The alchemy of the sun. Alchemy of the sun. So. Yeah. Yeah. Number 19, Child's Play. Uh, got about, I don't know, a dozen kids. Looks like my house. Um, it does look like your house, doesn't it? <laughs> just kids yeah. everywhere. It's Tom's house. They're all just running around naked. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> Very cool deck. Um, the sun. Uh, sun. The sun upright. Awesome. I mean, that's positivity. Absolutely. We're going to talk about that tonight. Um, warmth, success. Uh, Good vibes all around. Yeah. Good yeah. vibes. Good vibes very appropriate i i think it's i the, so can you show the card one more time damn it i literally just put it back in the deck hold up again well, let's go find it you know language so show the, the traditional traditionally that card is uh like a kid riding on a horse right yep and um the Make sun is like kind of yeah, 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 of course, right? Like, it's all about innocence. Yes. But what's interesting here is that the card itself is cool because um, I don't <clears throat> usually, like, in the tarot decks, like, if there's something that's going on in the background that's got red, like the red turrets or whatever, it's um, there's some symbolism associated with that. But what's interesting is, like, that power dynamic of in the back is almost looking on at these kids, like that whole innocence mm -hmm. thing is going mm -hmm. on. But mm -hmm. also... 
what's dope is um, it it's relative to like um, uh, foundation. So, like your foundation is the family or the health of the family, um, power base, comfort. Because right, these these kids can play; they're not starving and working in the coal mines, right? Optimism. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's a I good like card. It. Yeah. yeah. It's a good yeah. way to start the week. Boom. Boom. There you go. Who starts their week on a Thursday? <laughs> Apparently, John. He sleeps Just from John. Sunday to Wednesday. Ah. Rolls out of bed. Today's my Friday. Let's go to the topic of the week. Now they're moving off of the tarot card of the week. Uh, this is one I've wanted to do for a while, and one that we've alluded to multiple times on the show. This is about the secret. That's right. This one secret will, not can, but will change your life if you apply it. And so tonight we're going to talk about what that secret is, how to apply it, how it's affected us, and any other fun tidbits along the way that we've learned in our research. So real quick, real quick. Yeah. When we talked about this, uh, I think that the listeners of the show would really enjoy Jason's off the cuff remark. I was dying laughing when uh, <laughs> you you said something in our Facebook Messenger, uh, Jason. When we said this one secret will change. <laughs> oh, if, <laughs> okay. it was glorious. Yeah, you have to share down. Um, this one secret will give you everything you've ever wanted in masonry. It's called a request for demit. Heyo. <laughs> it's it's the ultimate lost word of saying no, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the like, ultimate no. It's, it's it's not just no, it's no more. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, come on. We're we're trying to be optimistic here with that that sun card. Sun card. Child's play. No, no, the, the optimism comes from this secret known as the law of attraction. So um, many people will have caught on that the secret that we put in the show's title is a capital S, you know, with a, a nod and homage to the book that was written in 2006. And so although this, this book called The Secret, not The Secret Garden, no, no wrong book, wrong book. book. Yeah. <laughs> I keep prepared in everything. There it is. Boom. There's the secret. <laughs> Good but, one. But the law of attraction has been around for decades exactly. before. Exactly. For yeah. many, many years before. So uh, in summary, let's give a brief overview. Um, who wants to take a stab at giving a high-level definition of what this secret or this law of attraction really is? <laughs> Joe. Okay, so Joe, if I haven't talked enough today. Um, so the secret is, um, again, we're calling it the secret. It's been super popularized after that book. I think it was written, what did you say, John, 2006, 2006. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think it was a movie first and then became a book. Um, Got to cash in. But Yes, yes, get that recurring revenue. But the secret um, for decades and decades before uh, the 21st century was known as the law of attraction. And the law of attraction, uh, I think, was around since the late, very late 19th century, um, you know, during a time where a lot of awesome things were happening in the world. Um, and it, what it essentially is, is an idea that 
we're all connected. There's an interconnectedness between human beings and the world that we live in. And through our ideas and our thoughts and our hopes and our feelings, we're able to essentially manipulate that energy um, in, in directed ways. Um, so our thoughts and our feelings directly correlate to how we feel and who we are and how we act as a human being. Um, so we have the power to basically determine our own, our own destiny, essentially, right? And it's, it's a very interesting idea. Um, some people think it's hooey. Um, but, you know, if you take it in its simplest form, you know, a positive mental attitude will generate positive results. And its converse is, you know, a negative crappy attitude will generate negative results. And there is a lot of truth to that, no matter where you lie on, on the law of attraction. Right. When it rains, it pours, right? That's how the saying goes. If you're, if you're going to stay negative, then, you know, or however you woke up on the wrong side of the bed in the morning, mm -hmm. like all of those things are, are kind of loosely related to this concept, right? Of, um, your attitude determines your reality or at least your future reality. Right. If you only look for the negative, you're only going to see negative. If you only look for the positive, you're only going to see positive and, you know, to various levels of degrees of, of commitment, of course. Well, and it's yeah. at its core, it's alchemical manifestation, right? Oh, use the M word. You, you become a self-fulfilling prophecy. If that's all your mindset is trained on, then inevitably in some ways it, it will come to pass now like if you're if you're fixated on becoming like a billionaire you know just using crypto then for the vast majority of people that will probably not happen. i should probably check my ftx holdings while that ship has that. sailed about six months ago <laughs> okay <laughs> but you know at the at the same time you know for more i, I almost liken it to to the tarot where the tarot gives you a framework to view what's happening in your life. And so at a, at a broader level, what you focus your mental energy toward is going to be the framework and the lens that you view ever, everything that happens to you through. And so, you know, you don't ask the tarot like, Hey, you know, will I get a million dollars? And if so, when can you provide me the exact date? You say, okay, <clears throat> going into this holiday season, what should I think about? Or what, what should, you know, how should my attitude be going into the holiday season or, you know, something general like that. And so I, f I feel like the law of attraction is, is similar in the sense that your, you know, your mindset very much colors how you perceive what happens to you. It goes two ways also, because what what we what we find is that, and we can get into this, but um, the secret or the law of attraction uh, attributed to some new thought, right? Which uh, really did a number on the world in the early 20th century. Um, and it even affected your world religions, like Christianity became right. not mm -hmm. so centrally dogmatic. It even opened up to new possibilities. You had Christian mystics and 
Christian type um, New Age thinkers that started to almost say, oh, this is really interesting. There's, there's this whole thing where people love to take the, the things that are similar from different systems and then, you know, kind of amalgamate them all together. And that's okay. Like free uh, but we need to remember. Yeah, we gotta we gotta remember where things came from too, so that we can be honest and be educated about things. But what's interesting, right, is like you get the sense of, well, the law of attraction is not so different from prayer, and, and even things like that. But one of the most interesting things is twofold: one, that science basically says it's real, and I know there's gonna be people out there and they're gonna say, "Hooey, you're full of garbage." Um, and then there's another uh, a bunch of people who think, well, yeah, it must be true, but it's a form of self brainwashing, which um, is also true. Yes, uh, to, a, to 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 a sense, right? There, there's mm -hmm. there's a way to do things, and uh, of course, um, we can we'll go into it. But yeah, there's I things mean, that it falls to avoid. So let me let me pull that um, like spiritual religious thread for a second here too i found it interesting too where yes it became popular you know in, in the early 1900s um right when you had you'll still remember we're in the middle of this uh mysticism movement right and you had uh you know um uh, harry houdini trying to debunk all these like mystics and um um seance leaders and everything um but there, but still this theosophic uh, spin started to evolve around that time frame too. And so um, people were taking, you know, again, their foundation that they've had and put this mystical tie <clears> on top <throat> of it, this mystical spin, I mean, on it, um, where they were even trying to pull it back to exactly your point, um, where they're trying to, okay, let's find something in the Bible we can hang this on. And the, one of the, the biggest ones was like Mark 11, verse 24, where it says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you've received it and it will be yours right and that's the key mm -hmm. okay, believe so, that you have received it already yeah yeah, yeah already mm -hmm. so one of the things that's interesting right like we'll be in all these facebook groups and i'm in a bunch of like law of attraction new agey you know whatever facebook groups because i'm into that stuff but um you're like scrolling through right and people think they're doing you like god's work the lord's work by putting something in there like you're about to have financial freedom and if you're about to have financial freedom, you're never going to have financial freedom. The idea is to say you've accomplished it. You already have, right? You already have it, but it's mm -hmm. not enough to say that either mm -hmm. because physics tells you you got to be, the key is emotionally attached to it. To it, yes. Yeah, and I've always, just just to finish that that thought too on the, on the Bible verse, right? It's believe that you've received it and yet, so that means theoretically, if you pray for something in that way, you should just pray, pray for it once. Right. So if you're like, Hey, you know, I got a long road ahead. I've got this, this health issue I need to take care of. Really. You should only pray once and believe that God's taking care of it for you. Right. So you don't ever need to pray for it ever again. Um, which most people wouldn't do because, you know, the other side, the other side of the coin is, you know, one of the, uh, um, um, disciples was said pray without ceasing right so you have this this dichotomy of okay do we pray without ceasing or do we just pray and believe that we've already got it joe what do you well, think yeah no so i when as soon as you said that uh it, it spurred some ideas and and i did um look up while we were talking you know is this 
you know, how does it, how does it compare to things that are said in religion? Right. And, um, you can look to, you know, the, the Bible or the old Testament or the Tanakh, for example, and you find verses that line up pretty nicely to the law of attraction without the full blown manifestation that, that Robert's talking about, right. And manifestation, we'll talk about there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, the, that, what, that's what came after. Right. Um, but you, you look at like Proverbs 17, you know, and I'll read it. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. I mean, that's for another one is, yeah, another another Proverbs fifteen. Uh, a cheerful look brings joy to the heart, and good news gives health to the bones. So, I mean, it, it follows the laws of attraction, right? Um, think about the positive things in life. Focus on the present, not the future, like Robert was talking about. Um, and ultimately, that similar things attract each other. So, positive outlook and positive ideas and positive living will attract that, you know. And you won't. And that is. Long. The, that's that's like the implicit thing that is uh, because you are in direct control of that thing because you are that thing by evoking uh, a positive emotion or showing a positive emotion, you are therefore like making a thing happen, right? Like it's a it's right. there's an emotional connection that somebody else will happen. They get charged up because they see you happy. Even if you're like a depressed, sad sap, right? If you smile and somebody smiles and they think that that person was, you know, a beautiful smile, maybe their day has changed and maybe you're still not, but something happened, right? And that stretches beyond all things. I mean, it's not like there's entanglement anywhere in the universe, Robert. I mean, come on. You can't say that you change one thing and it would might affect something else very far away. Certainly not at the quantum level. Not not at everything is non-local. (laughs) Not that they give out Nobel prizes for this year, (laughs) right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I I just I think the the whole concept then of a manifestation is an amazing thing, right? So, if okay, let's say step one, you buy into this this concept, right? That okay, I really have to truly believe. I can't just say okay, if I, if I think happy thoughts and I think of, you know, sunshine and rainbows and all that, like, no, you've actually got to be committed to it. It's a, it's, it's a system that you have to commit to, <clears throat> but then that can change your future outcomes. And so, you know, I'm a big fan of saying that I, if you don't like where you are today, you have the, the ability to change what your future is going to be, right? <clears throat> the future is whatever you make of it. So make sure it's a good one. Well, it goes back to the, um, you know, uh, stepping outside of the law of attraction. And, you know, as we as we get nerdy and all physics-y, we do really understand that perception is reality, right? So if you're going to have a crappy perception about reality and your place in it, then yeah, it's it's gonna, it's gonna come to fruition pretty damn quickly, you know, and I I think that that's just an extension of that where, um, the cool thing that you brought up when talking about quantum entanglement is that you, you tend to gravitate towards those people that have that very same, that very same mindset and attitude and, and they feed off each other, you know, and hopefully, you know, engender good results. It's all connected, man. All connected. All connected. It is. And one of the best analogies you can find uh, to help people understand how everything is connected. Um, and, and I think this works for, a lot of people will, will get this. Some might still not, but 
It's uh, imagine the old school radio antenna. Hmm. It's not like sections of the antenna only pick up certain frequencies that are being broadcast everywhere. It picks up everything because it's all receivable, right? So there's this idea that it is able to connect to all things, not just segmented. Uh, so if that works for you, awesome. If it doesn't, I try it. So another way to think of this too is, okay, if you bought, bought into that system, then say, well, then basically what is goal setting, right? When you do a project plan, you say, here's where we want to be by the end of the, the fiscal year, the calendar year, or if you're, heaven forbid, starting a new year's resolution in a few weeks, <clears throat> you are trying to set that goal, set that future state, that reality that you want to get to. And if you, for those people who are hyper-focused on it, then more often than not, uh, they will find paths to help them get to their goal. Right? So you have now created a new reality, a future state that you don't have today um, by the effect of just constantly thinking about this goal and then doing the necessary hard work in the background uh, to align your reality around that. Um, because this is not just sitting on the, the couch and just saying, I, I wish for a billion dollars, wish I won that Powerball lottery a couple of weeks ago. You're like, no, that's not what we're talking about. You actually have to be, uh, uh, you know, along for the ride as well. Active participant. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> right. So that's why people do vision boards and, and uh, the exercise of taking a magazine cutting out like things that you want and like physically seeing it, you know, cut out in front of you. Um, you know, I, I update mine about once a year. Um, cause I do mine a little bit more high tech, a little more digital. Um, but I have a Google slide set that I put in some clip art and some images of, of things that I, I hope to aspire to, um, not all physical, some things that are just, you know, health and family and all the, the all the other good things that come in there. And, yeah, it, it's worked for me. Some of the things <clears throat> I've actually had to fortunately, thankfully, update my vision board because I got some of those things in previous years that I had wished for, that I had hoped for, that I had projected or manifested this this reality I wanted. It, you know, to a degree, it works. I can attest to that. And that's just my own personal experience. And um, I, that's why I keep doing it. Joe. Question. Uh, for us Gen Zers who are super young, what is a magazine? <laughs> There are these digital things you can download from Libby. You're, you're okay. not even right. a millennial, man. <laughs> Shut up. He's the young guy. You're I'm millennial young adjacent. I'm manifesting it's youngness. Just because <laughs> you have the maturity of a 10-year-old. There's, there's limits. Is, that, that's right. That's there's how I limits to the universe. I can't even <laughs> with you. <laughs> I can't even. Oh, man. Um. But so yeah, yeah. This um, this concept isn't new. Again, um, right? Because I think when I first started thinking about where did I first come across this outside of you know the the, the movie and stuff, um, I I did read a lot of like um, the uh, Dale Carnegie kind of self help books. How to you know how, what's it? Uh, how to win friends and influence people, and also a lot of Napoleon Hill. Who when I read his book. Um, think and grow rich. Like that's basically the first half to two thirds of the book is just mindset. 
and it it doesn't explicitly call out you know law of attraction but it's all the same thing and and it was written around that same time frame too it was in the 30s i think that um think and grow rich was written so and and even before that right because i know you've read uh, it robert yeah, I, so all of those, you know, great books. In fact, you know, we, we did a couple chapters on those and it's business time. So go buy that book, everybody. It's a good book. Um, but th- there's, uh, okay, so like everybody always associates when I say, uh, oh yeah, Carnegie was all about the law of attraction. People think I'm talking about Dale Carnegie. And the, the thing is that I'm not talking about Dale Carnegie most of the time. I'm talking about Andrew Carnegie. Right. Or Carnegie, however you want to talk, is his last name. You know, born a poor Scotsman, died the richest man on the planet. He practiced the law of attraction. And when you read about some of his success techniques, he talked about surrounding himself with the most uh, experts in every field to do something he would call a mastermind, where he would want to know something. And he'd just go around the room and people would offer up their ideas. And as this would go, like the energy in the room is what he attributed to so, so much of his successes. Um, and then you've got like in the 1920s when Paul Case left uh, the Golden Dawn and starts mm-hmm. uh, uh, Tarota, his, his little magazine thing, and then goes on to, to form Boda. Um, the first seven lessons of, of builders of the Aditum or Aditum are seven steps in practical occultism, which literally are the secret. I mean, um, it's like a secret, but also <laughs> the world's greatest secret is that it works. But, um, you know, you guys heard my gripe about it earlier. So that's fair. That's fair. So where else have you guys seen this work? I mean, have any of you guys done vision boards or have you guys uh, tried manifesting something different? How did it, how did it go? Did it not go so well? Any thoughts? Uh, I've never done a vision board. That's, this is piquing my curiosity. I will totally look into that. Um, But, you know, I, I think I've been in enough places and situations and, you know, just, just in my, you know, 25 or 30 plus years of being a, being a grown up, where I have noticed over time that a positive mental attitude does change how my life has played out. You know, there's, there's many, many times in my life where, you know, you, you get dealt a crappy hand and, um, you know, you can either sit there and wallow and, um, pity yourself and be mopey about it, or you can, you know, as lame as it sounds, you know, uh, exude positivity and then you'll start to actually believe in that positivity and then exude that positivity towards other people, you know, and then you'll turn that situation around. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like you said, it's, it's kind of like prayer and action, you know, um, you know, where prayer, most of us use prayer to, request something of someone, right? It's, it's always, there's a need that needs to be filled. And we answer that through prayer for many people. Very rarely do people pray for the purpose of just conversation, right? Um, you know, it's usually, you know, please give me a puppy or please help me fix my flat tire or please make my checking account. Is going to the, is going to the deity ATM. 
Yes. Exactly. Yeah, and and it yeah. it it stinks, right? Because the 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 bulk of the world, no matter what your faith is, it's always a need that needs to be filled, and they feel mm-hmm. that prayer and prayer alone is going to fulfill that need. When it's not, it's it's you know it's it's you have to be like we said before, an active participant in it. And then suddenly, if you actually start to believe the things that you're saying, they can happen. You know. So I I think again for me, positive mental attitude is been a lifesaver in many cases you know um so yeah but you know vision back to vision well, boards sounds super interesting i'll check well it out. And it's it's kind of like the the terrible you know internet meme and and joke that that you see every now and then where there's this guy in this life-threatening situation and he prays to god to He's like, I've got faith that God's going to save me. And some guy is coming by. He's like, hey, do you need help? And the guy's like, no, God's going to save me. And another couple folks, you know, come and, you know, the same response, right? No, God's going to save me. And then he passes away, goes up to heaven. And he's like, God, why didn't you save me? And God's like, well, I, I sent those three guys. Like, you know, I, right. I think it, it's it's kitschy, but at the same time, it illustrates the point of uh, manifestation and saying, okay, you know, it's, it's not just prayer and sitting back. It's, it's prayer and working toward a goal the best you can. Now, have you guys ever been in a place where you're like, something came along at the, the right time, the right thing came around at the right time. And you're like, that's, that's really eerie. Like, you know, I thought about this years ago, but, but I wasn't ready for it. And now, you know, Every this thing day. has entered my life and it's like, wow, you know, there's something to this that it's every day. My yeah. wife. And I, yeah. I'll be, <laughs> she's upstairs. She's upstairs. It's, right. Yeah. yeah. So like there's this really, this is a cheesy one, but we just had a Thanksgiving show a while ago and um, it, it it always stuck with me because I was like, holy smokes, this was the most practical, layman, um, simple, everyday Joe version of this kind of this thing uh, that you're alerting that you're alluding to that things coming along just at the right time. Uh, we used to gather at my sister-in-law's house for Thanksgiving and they would do the cheesy thing. Everybody say something you're thankful for, you know, kids rolling their eyes, being silly and everybody giving stupid answers. Um, and I say stupid answers cause we're all just goofing off and it comes around to, um, my wife's, um, deceased mom's fiance. She passed away and we've never let him go. Like he is Grandpa Joe. Awesome. Like he is salt of the earth guy. Uh, the kind of guy who uh, worked with his hands his whole life. He's got, you know, like a finger that kind of doesn't move because he cut the tendon when he was sharpening clipper blades at work. Like that's what he does. And we're standing there. And so he's not like a rich guy or anything else, you know, but when it gets to him, he said, and it was so perfect. He said, and it's so stupidly simple. I'm thankful that every time I'm at the end of my rope, there's a little bit more to hang on to. 
and it like just blew me away. I mean, it sounds really stupid and simple, but it blew me away because I thought to myself, how many times have I been in that same situation where I swiped my card at the gas station, you know, in my early twenties and I've got no money and they decided to hold more money than was in my account. So now I'm negative and I got to call my mom to be like, Hey, do you have any cash that you can dump into my account just to get me out of the ba- the negative balance? And then I would do it, you know, like just all that weird stuff. It's almost like the system really isn't designed to let you fail if you're an active participant, if you believe, if you surround yourself with good people who want to lift you up, all of these things. Um, I mean, you can, you can dig into, um, I think, Martinez, you've, you've done this thing a few times where you talked about the chaplain's prayers and what we're doing with invoking deity and things and kind of coming together. There's, there's a whole, there's a whole thing there. I think we practice the, the law of attraction in Lodge. Um, oh, yeah. I digress. No, don't oh, digress. Let's, let's keep, keep going. going. <laughs> Spot on. You got to manifest those NPDs. That's what you're I like, do, baby. You're like two for two, Jason. This is so. This is what not to do. You don't manifest this negative energy. It's like, hilarious hey. energy. It's good. It's good comedy. comedy. Difference between white and black magic is intent, right? That is true. It still, so, still has a positive to and negative manifestation. It's all about your intention, right? Yeah, and but to your I point, want to be clear. I would never manifest something like NPDs or try to. So no, like I, those happen on their own. You're just, create, yeah, you're just yeah, creating educational programs people don't want. That's all. <laughs> I'm not coming I mean, here anymore. That's like the past ten years of my Masonic life. But yes, <laughs> me too. But <laughs> <laughs> so I do believe that there are no coincidences. Right. Um, you could call it synchronicity. But there are coinky dinks. Right. But there are no coincidences. That there there are things that are, are meant to to nudge you or, or to call you. Some people call it God's calling, right? You could say it's just uh, the universe trying to to tell you something. And the more that I start like to follow this. and hello. <laughs> hey McFly. In there. McFly. The more the more I start to like cue into those and start to follow those like hunches like or those things that seem out of place in a good way like yeah i've been more often than not positively impacted by those right and so again it's all related because that then also makes me think about another one of my favorite books that is around this topic the alchemist right we talked about the alchemist with uh paulo coelho that was written in uh, the 80s, 1988. Yeah, we Love did a show on it. We did an entire show. Yeah, three a year or two four ago. years mm-hmm. ago. Everything was just like a year or two ago when you'd done a nine-year show. <laughs> Nine years. But that book, I mean, to your point, though, how mm-hmm. great it is and, like, its message. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of the book, but I will say it. That doesn't matter because it is the most translated book in human history. True. More than, you know, anything yeah. else. It's actually been mm-hmm. translated because it speaks to people on, mm-hmm. on this kind of level. Because the alchemist, the actual figure in the book, uh, says this phrase a couple times, which I love, uh, talking about like your, you know, your true purpose, um, your life's purpose, and how he's trying to get the shepherd boy to actually follow it. Um, 
he says multiple times that uh, when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. The whole universe conspires to help you really achieve that something you really, really want. Which, again, that's literally you know, what we're talking about with this positive mm-hmm. thinking, law of attraction. When you really, really want something. Um, now, will the stars move to help you get something done? No, not not physically, not realistically. But will you be changed in order to change your behaviors, to tra- change your intention, to change your focus, to change your attitude? Of course. Like... All those things come into like getting up in the morning and then deciding what you want to do. Because every day you open your eyes, you've got, you know, thousands of choices that decide your future. So it's just a matter of which ones are you going to take, right? Yeah. We're, we're just listening to you, John. We're just staring just, and listening. It's just good. so much goodness. Coming I don't out. know if it was in our, if it was in our group chat or what, but one of y'all said something like, you know, you're only one Every choice you make is a is like changing your your destiny outlook or something. I can't remember who well, the hell well, it was. Related that. to that, I don't know if this is one of my favorite quotes too, but it's like every choice you've ever made in your entire life has gotten you to this moment right here, right now. Led you to this point. Yep. Listen to right. the Masonic Roundtable yeah. podcast, right? So thank That's you. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> But that, so people say, also, I hope you have time now to reflect on yes, your poor life on all of those that, awful life choices. Have led you to what listening are you doing to the podcast. With yeah. <laughs> I love, I love like the, the boat that's rising with me. And then Jason just pulls this thing down. Hey, Joe, Jason help the iceberg. The iceberg. <laughs> look, the look out. Yeah. Jason's the sleeping uh, lookout. Jason's through it. Just hit it. Boom. <laughs> um, but okay, so some people can make it. Some people will take that quote as being negative, right? Like, well, crap, I made some horrible life choices, and then, but I'm a glass half full kind of person who says, okay, can't fix those, but I can absolutely make better decisions from here going forward. Yeah. So there's your you know unknown possibilities ahead of me. I only know the ones that happened behind me, right? I I, I know of the doors that got closed behind me. But, but that's it. This isn't a one and done kind of thing, right? No, that's that's, that's life. That's human existence, right? Mm-hmm. It's crappy choice, crappy choice. Reflect. Yep. Either do something or just continue to make crappy choices. So it's you know it's it's just the timeline broken out into all those shards, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, multiverse. Place, the multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. Um, not a sponsor. Soda Stream, not either. But <laughs> what I was going to say was, yeah, it's it's you know that's that's a condition of our living in this world right is choice is good or bad and you may not know at the time whether they're good or bad um it's a choice that you make indeed i don't like that one i like i like my my buble better buble for the win michael buble love it anyway make good choices drink buble through soda stream it's all good at least you're not, not a like downing that lacroix anymore oh that was a bad life choice was, he he improved he manifested a new reality it was the best thing at the time ah. it's the best thing at the time you know but you can pivot. Like, you can pivot and pivoting like, is learning and moving on it's drinking sprite a through a strawberry flavored condom that sounds good <laughs> what did you do growing up and you're talking about strawberry condoms and stuff like what so, what did you do in high school? I want to know I, now. 
Yes. Mm. So there. So there's a glass I, half full I, people. I, I was. I was and in the band. There's glass know. half yeah. empty yeah. people, and then there's what's in the glass. I want to know first before. I, <laughs> well, to what's in the translate what uh, Jose was saying in the chat. What's it's in the, the glass actually right. is is based on the hologram, and the. See if I can say this correctly, David Baum's holonomy. So everything exists is the mind is like the hologram thing that like generates everything. Mm-hmm. See, I'm going to, I'm going to steer it's us back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he like talks that. about the implicate order where everything is connected. And one of his quotes that I thought was really cool. He says, human beings, I'm sorry, human being takes part in the process of this totality. So your connectedness with everything and he has fundamentally changed in the very activity in which his aim is to change that reality, which is the content of his consciousness. So like taking all that apart, basically it's like, you know, some kid was watching Star Trek, liked the flip of the communicator and the flip phone was born. Exactly. Motorola. And see that, that true, that, that kind of relates to another loosely hermetic, um, who's crinkling or typing. It's not Joe's keys this time. I'm on mute. Jason needs to manifest a mute button. Uh, the, the kind of loosely, uh, relates to like the Cavalian, which is also a, my holiday party cookies. Enjoy your I'm cookie. Sorry. The Cavalian <laughs> has, um, which is also kind of new agey. Um, I wouldn't say it's a real hermetic text, but it's got some, some good nuggets in there. Uh, one of the very first ones is like all is mind. The whole concept of, okay, even for God to create the universe, he had to like picture it in his mind first, whatever God's mind looks like. Right. So you have to think about it before you create it or, you know, in a Kabbalistic sense, right? You have like the, the formation before the creation, the, the concept before the actual, before the, before the manifestation, right? And so that means that your reality is shaped by what you think about, right? That you have to think about something before you actually do it. Like you have to think about what I'm going to have for dinner before you choose what you're going to have for dinner. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, I, and to, pull that thread a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, I've been spending days looking at, um, cause I'm a hyper nerd and I look at all the, especially on TikTok, you look at all the new awesome things that are coming out of the, uh, uh, James Webb telescope. And it just cements the idea that we have that we, you know, our, our meat suits, I lost John exploded. No, there he is. Okay. Um, he got bored. Ooh, uh, that, uh, you know, looking at those pictures and watching people freak out and, you know, most of the people are like, what the hell's a big deal? But like, like I just saw a picture of, um, Neptune that was done in infrared by the James Webb telescope. And what do you see around Neptune that you can't see with your, you know, cow eyes is the rings of Neptune. Rings. So bright and rings. shiny and beautiful. Oh, wow. Right. And, I miss and those. but, but, you know, we always forget, or we don't realize because we can't understand this is that we only get to see a tiny part of reality, right? There's mm-hmm. so much more to reality than just what our, again, our, our meat suit eyeballs pick up. And well, and it's, it's important to note that John is, is very much only interested in the rings around Uranus. 
You are, you are on a theme tonight, my friend. You're talking about strawberry <laughs> condoms and the planet named Uranus. So we're going to have a session with you after this show, and we're going to talk through some of these things because we care about you, and we want you to have a positive mental attitude. So, so yeah, I, I'm sensing a green room uh, patrons-only conversation. Whoever, whoever hurts you, my friend, we're coming for them. Okay. <laughs> It was the shrine. It was the shrine. <laughs> so, r- really quick, face, but there was a fez. I had to look, look it up. That. I had to look it up. Nom. Oh, man. Neptune, so, Jason. Like, Neptune. Oh, okay. It's Neptune's rings. That's amazing. You're so, saying. So serious. I was going to say, so serious has this topic, you know, been. Um, you know, believed in and thought about and how it has changed over time. Um, It's actually really a a part of the cultural fabric of the world at this point. You know, not, I don't think there's anybody out there who doesn't at least understand the concept of um, uh, uh, the the, the idea that, you know, misery loves company, you know, all of these kinds of things. We have a lot of phrases like that. Mm Um, I mean, even Forbes magazine in uh, a leadership column, I think it, um, I just, I did a search for it a little while back and it looks like October of 2020 did an entire piece on the mystery and science behind the law of attraction. Um, and, oh, cool. and before, and before he was anybody, uh, Travis from, um, you guys have seen him on ancient aliens and, uh, I have Jewish, uh, on Skinwalker Ranch, like the lead scientist for that. Before he was anybody, back in the early 2000s, he basically wrote about the physics behind the law of attraction. Hmm. And he was like, look, man, he doesn't, he's real careful to say that he's, he's pretty um, secular in his beliefs, right? But he grew up like in a Baptist household and stuff and prayer and all this. And, you know, he's not a super, you know, uh, He's not super attached to those ideas, but as a scientist, he saw this thing his wife recorded. Basically, it was on Oprah. You know, he talked about Oprah when she was like, this is the best book in the whole world. Everybody look under your seat. You get the secret. Um, And he was like, I'm going to debunk this. And then he basically was like, I can't. I can't debunk it. Um, And it's a phenomenal book if you guys can get it. I think it's called The Science Behind the Secret. and it's a quick read, but it's really awesome. And there's a lot of, like, when you think about, you're like, oh, really? How could I do this? How could this really work? Uh, there's there's a quote from a book by uh, Jiddu Krishnamurti that I want to say was quoted in Paul Clark's book on Paul Case. Anyway, Jiddu Krishnamurti says something like, you could stand in a room and flex your muscles and displace the air as the muscle expands. You're having, your physical body is having a physical change on the world around you. And he said, the brain is a muscle. Thoughts have the same, uh, the same like 
movement, right? Like you put a thought out. Reactions. Mm -hmm. There's a reaction somewhere. Mm -hmm. And to Joe's point, there is 99% of reality we don't see. We're we're limited in scope to what we can experience. Um, And so because of that, there just very well could be, you know, this idea that you think about something and it happens. This is what David Boehm really went after with his implicate order and um, <clears throat> looking at things like that double slit experiment. Um, it did something because we witnessed it and because we had an emotional reaction to it is what made, you know, inanimate sort of uh, non uh, connected particles do the opposite of what we expected them to do when we watch or don't watch. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> there's, there's a whole slew of science behind this that really speaks to that, that it's real, but there are multiple keys. And, and I think people have to, they always have this idea and they say, well, if it works, how come not everybody does it? Like exercise. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Like not everybody knows to eat right and exercise. I mean, we all have various Look, levels man, of commitment. Bacon's you want to get in, you got to make your bed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are at that time for the final question of the night. We'll start with Jason. And the final question is, what do you think? Uh, let's see. We'll go with, have you used it before? And what were its effects? And if you have not, will you? Go. Um, <clears throat> I have not used the law of attraction explicitly knowing right. it to be such. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I... I think... So, so I am, you know, a, an ITPM, the program manager... Um, over some very complex types of, of programs. You got to wish those and, schedules to get back on track. Right. <laughs> you I got to manifest those requirements. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you can't do anything or build anything or, or manifest anything without a plan and without, you know, really focusing on the end goal and then breaking down bit by bit by bit to, you know, how to get there. But everything I do in managing the technical development and requirements and specifically matching, matching the business need or the market need to a product's, you know, technical roadmap and requirements. That's, that's all manifestation and then the law of attraction. And so, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a a vanilla, uh, perhaps, uh, example of, but, you know, I, I do something akin to the law of attraction every single day for my job. No, I'll I'll go with you there to say that you, you have to have an idea right and see that idea come come to fruition come to be built to not be built to overcome whatever challenges so yeah i mean it's it's related it, it's um rudimentary but it absolutely works if you commit to it joe before i answer while you guys were talking i made my very first vision board would you like to see it 
I love it. See? Your screen. Wait. Yes. Let's do it. Here it comes. Ready? Here it comes. <laughs> That's my vision board. I thought I thought that was I thought that was Jason's vision board. That's that's my vision board. I love that's it. I, it's, Am I on the right track? Pretty good. Um, Am I on the right track? Okay, right on. Yeah. <laughs> getting there. So yeah, getting there. Take good two. Job. Good job. Oh, thank you. So, um, what was your question again? <laughs> oh, have, have you used it before? What were the results? And if not. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, I would say, um, you know, before Oprah popularized the secret, um, you know, those laws of attraction have been around and they've been codified or reworded in so many different ways. But I mean, the basic laws apply to many things, right? Focus on the now. Don't focus on the crap you did yesterday or tomorrow. Make room for the positive things. Um, Surround yourself with positive energy. And and I think it really does work. you know, it's gotten me through some really rough times in my life. And there have been places and people and situations that have been absolutely toxic um, is the best word I can use. And working on a plan, like Jason said, to manifest a new reality um, is entirely possible, you know, and it requires, like you said, belief and it requires um, an idea that there is more out there than just you. Um you know, in, in however form you need to, to encapsulate that, you know, whether it's through God or through the understanding that there is a interconnectedness in everything. Um, but it absolutely does work. And, and I would have to say it's, it's changed or saved my life in many occasions, but I'm so grateful for being able to do that. Um, as opposed to just wallowing in bad feelings and negativity and, and bad emotions, because all you do is, muddy up the world around you um and that's not what i'm all about so yeah thanks joe you're welcome how about you robert Mm. i mean you and i've been talking about it the most i the thing is is that i over the time i i believe in it i use it um like I, you, you know, like the, the, the law of attraction's biggest critics will tell you that um, the only evidence for its existence outside of uh, some science, right? Some physics that may or may not, according to the layman's understanding of them, uh, affect reality. Uh, but I will tell you that it's all anecdotal. And the thing is that you just have to trust me when I say that everything I have today is because I use that mm-hmm. technique. Mm-hmm. Um, I left working on jet airplanes outside in 20 below weather because I believed that I could transform what I did for a living. I, uh, started a podcast and like grew the podcast because I believed that I could do it, that I had already affected people. Like you use these things all the time. And if anybody out there is like, well, how come you're not rich? My brothers, my friends, I am rich, not like in money, right? Like, 
Come into your house. With our friends that we have and the experiences and being grateful for the things, as Joe had pointed out so, so well, is that um, I'm also at a maturity level, right? That I think to myself, you know, I know that richness isn't like monetary richness doesn't bring me comfort. Uh, what brings me comfort is living rich within my means. And so I think for me, uh, that's an anecdotal way of, of telling you that, yeah, I used the secret. I used the law of attraction and I've used it for probably since I was 18 years old. And, uh, you know, it, it's just kind of my look on things. And I grew up with my mom who is again, Roman Catholic, but she's probably going to go to hell because she reads Shirley MacLaine books. <laughs> um, but, you know, I grew up around that. And so that kind of openness changed the way I thought and what was possible. And what we find out is that when we believe things are possible, they really are. Uh, and so I'll end on a quote from David Bohm. He says, we are all linked by a fabric of unseen connections. This fabric is constantly changing and evolving. This field is directly structured and influenced by our behavior and by our understanding. And so think about that, the way you act and the way you understand are really what drives uh, your your reality, uh, which is subjective. Yes. Which, you know, let's not get all Nietzsche on it, but <laughs> might not be real. What's in the box? There you go. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, so just to kind of echo what RJ said, you know, implicitly have done it for many years, right? Just having big goals in mind, knowing that, you know, some goals are going to take much longer to do, but if you really want something, you know, I've, I've done things with, you know, getting certifications from a resume. Cause I know that if, if I focus on that now, it'll pay off later. Or if I, you know, just have that, um, delayed gratification where if I have my eyes on a future target, then more more often than not, I will find a way to get there and and align myself to do that. And so I'm a big fan of it. Take all of the mysticism around it away. That you know, I just think that um, being purpose driven. I mean, there's been books on purpose driven life, right? Having something that's that's very clear and articulate in your mind, whether it's in a vision board, whether it's in a mission statement, <clears throat> personal mission statement. Um, you know, just having that. That, that picture of the Corvette that you want stuck there on your bathroom mirror, whatever that is, however that, that looks to you, that, that's, that's personal. But when you reflect on something and then you observe how you're interacting with the world, you're going to find ways to, to get to that. Um, it may take you a while. It's not going to happen overnight. But there are ways to, to get what you want. Um, and so, you know, we, as we talked about in the beginning that it could also be used for bad things too, but um, make sure that uh, whatever you, you go after is noble and pure. And um, you know, I really, really wish you well on your journey. So try it out. It's uh, it's pretty cool. And I think it's, it is uh, a tenant that and while not, you know, explicitly Masonic, it's something that uh, we all strive for the, the hope and faith. It is Masonic. Charity. It is. <laughs> it's all related. We do it in lodge. <laughs> We didn't even talk Yo. about Egregore, right? I mean, that's that's really oh, what we're talking about. Oh my goodness, Egregore! Yes. There's your word. Another for the show. Day. Another show. Another show. Another show. 
All right. Well, don't forget to sign up for the Secret Santa. Last chance. You got one day, and then we'll draw, we'll draw names yeah. on Saturday. So yeah, see you then. Enjoy my wish list. There's some good mm -hmm. stuff on there. All right. And for that, I want to thank you all very much for watching. And keep searching for more light. Have a good night. Wow.